traveling the world searching for equestrians of all breeds. The journey starts now on the International Equine Network. Hey, equestrians, it's 2023. It's Thursday, January the 5th, and we are ready to start our new season off at the International Equine Network. And we've got a lot of good things that are going to be coming our way this year. Uh, a lot of good connections that we made over the over the last year and the last actually the last ten years, and we're finally starting to get this program to rolling. Uh, where it'll be uh, very interesting for all breeds. Um, we ask you to uh, send us your information at uh, www.ientv.org or email us at ienequinetv at gmail.com. Call me at 561-466-1272, or you can call us live on call our call-in show on Thursdays at 1 o'clock Eastern Time at 323-744-4828. And what we do here um, at the International Equine Network, we're going to start out with our mission statement for uh, 2023. Uh, it's always been pretty much focused in this this area. But what we're doing is we're acting as a distribution center for equestrian events and information of all breeds. And the reason we do all breeds is because it's easier to uh, uh, have content for our program uh, by doing all breeds and just not, you know, a sing single and a breed out, uh, you know, that type of thing. And what we're asking uh, our listeners uh, to do is, uh, like I said, just to email us your equine information and what you do and where you live at. Uh, you can send us videos. You can call in. Uh, you can do anything and everything to help support your your equine endeavors. That's one of the things that we're trying to do, and it doesn't cost you a thing. I don't know of any place you can go and have your equine information put out for distribution for free. That's what we do here. It's for free. And we would like to hear from you and see what you have and, and just kind of let the equestrian world know who you are and where you're at and what's going on with you. And it, like I said, it's all free. Uh, if you can find a cheaper place than that, you call me and you let me know. Email me and let me know, and we'll have to get a hold of them. everything. Okay, what we're doing in our mission statement here, the International Equine Network's mission statement is to provide weekly live and tape broadcasting of domestic and international equestrian events of all breeds, rated shows, racing, world championships, and a program we have called Last Call, which is a live sales auction that we have of all breeds. Um, it's going to be a great uh, year this year. Uh, there's not a place that you couldn't fit in uh, here with what we do. Uh, if, you, if you're selling products, uh, you know, call in and let us know. Shoot, we'll even run a, uh, you know, a six-minute uh, mini auction uh, of your product, what you do. Uh, you know, you can't beat that. Uh, to have a, a live auction uh, that you can sell, sell for free. I mean, it, we're not charging you anything for it. And we'll also uh, archive it on our website, 
and then that way uh, it can be accessed uh, uh, as often as people want to. But uh, the International Equine Report is what we start out with. Uh, it's going to be um, an hour long. Uh, it's going to be a weekly programming. Uh, and, you know, it's just uh, it's going to be really good. Um, you, you can watch us. Uh, you can listen to us. Uh, it's great. It's, it's just uh, something that's different and unique. Uh, with a, a history of success from vets, owners, trainers, riders, feed companies, tax shops, barn builders, breeders, and all of the people that it takes to uh, make your operation a success, the International Equine Report will inform the equestrians on every aspect of the horse industry. Topics include banking, pasture management, feed programs, shipping, uh, the benefits of holistic uh, uh, veterinarian medicine, selecting the right training program for your horse, and when and where uh, to solve an equine problem. So when you call International Equine Network, we'll help you find out who can help you uh, get your problem solved. And we can cut, cut a lot of time and a lot of distance down for you by calling us because we have access to just hundreds and hundreds of equine uh, uh, programs and veterinarians and uh, horse transportation, uh, uh, feed companies, you name it, we have it, you know, right here. And all you got to do is call us, you know, or email us, and we'll, we'll get there with it. Uh, we're going to go down here now. We're going to start with um, uh, a program that uh, is really interesting. Uh, you know, I, I didn't know much about it until I, uh, till I started uh, uh, getting around some polo people, and it, it was really uh, pretty interesting. Uh, I knew polo. I knew it was a it was a very popular game, uh, you know, that uh, was played, uh, and mostly in uh, warm climates like uh, Florida, California, Spain, uh, you know, all throughout Europe. South Carolina is a big polo area, uh, which uh, a lot of people don't realize. But um, Chucker, it's a weekly half-hour program featuring everything about polo. The program will include match footage along with the featured segments on players, owners, and sponsors. Trucker will follow polo season from South Florida to New England to the Hamptons and any points west. And when I say any points west, there's a lot of people playing polo out west. And the format of the program will be a magazine-style program with segments introduced by knowledgeable and entertaining talent from the polo industry. Uh, they're really good about helping out and in work and they, they like to be in front of the camera and on the radio and not that everybody everybody does but polo just seems to be a little bit more um, aggressive uh, with getting their product out there uh, it says welcome to, uh, to chucker international equine network's weekly polo report in 30 minutes chucker will cover international and domestic polo this weekly program will be the most informative and detailed report on the polo that is available. The most exciting part of Chucker will be the goal of the week. The award will be given to a polo participant who has demonstrated outstanding performance in the polo industry, and the end of the year, Chucker will award a polo goal of the year in six categories. That would be player, team, team owner, 
course, individual ultimate goal of the year. This award will be determined by you, the fan, to um, go to ientv.org to see the latest standings for polo uh, goals of the week. So basically what we're doing, we're going to try to recognize the polo industry um, in, in a way that, uh, you know, who, who the fans, uh, who the fans, um, you know, think is the best that, that really appreciate it. Now, you know, when we do that, uh, the thing that I like about it is, is it comes straight from the, from the fans, the people that support polo, that come out and watch polo, uh, and it's really going to be a good thing. So, you know, uh, it, it, you might have a guy out there that's, or a girl that's not really the best polo player, but they're, they're the fan favorite. That's what we want to do with, uh, on Chucker. So, you know, you'll have to stay tuned and tune in to what we're doing here. Then we go to At The Wire. Uh, At The Wire is our thoroughbred program. Uh, meet jockeys, owners, trainers, breeders, and the people that make thoroughbreds, uh, make the thoroughbreds the finest, uh, equestrian sport that there is, supposedly. Uh, from Florence and Ray tracks all over the world, IEN, At The Wire, will let you know before they get there, At The Wire Weekly on IEN. And all we're doing on there, it's going to be very informative. Like to, uh, like today, for example, if you go to our website, IENTV.org, uh, tomorrow we have America's Days at the Races. And, and that's live programming from all across the country, from various racetracks, and uh, you'll see uh, all kinds of uh, racing, from stake races to claiming races. Uh, it, it will really be, uh, you know, a good program. And today uh, that we have on At The Wire, we have uh, live simulcasting from Aqueduct Racetrack in New York. Uh, it's live. You go there to it uh, now. And uh, see, let me see. I, I'm on the website now. We'll see uh, what race they're in. And they should be in about the third race here uh, at Aqueduct. And then, yeah, that's what they'll, they'll be in, um, the third race coming up. So, um, you know, it, it's it's really good. At the Wire is very informative, and it's really a good, uh, uh, a good program. Uh, you know, that's for the hardcore uh, uh, racing person <laughs> is to come in and see, and see At the Wire. And so, you know, we're trying to do everything uh, for each individual, um, you know, breed that we have. Uh, we have next, we have a Quest for Equine Gold, um, which will uh, feature reports on the FEI, the Federal, the International Federation of Equestrian Sports. Events on a weekly schedule that culminate with the 2023 20, uh, World Equestrian Games uh, at the end of the year. All events will be covered in both domestic, both domestic and international, and um, it's going to be interesting, you know, to see how that comes out. And, and what we were talking about, um, you know, Quest for Equine Gold. There's a program uh, that that has come out that uh, you'll be able to see here on International Equine Network. And uh, you know, I, I tell you, uh, I, I was never really much into the show horse business because I was a racehorse man. And one of the things that really caught my eye was uh, a group of horsemen, show horse people came uh, into uh, uh, some new ideas about how to develop and promote their industry. And it, it was really interesting. Uh, 
says, uh, welcome to the most dynamic and exciting equestrian sports circuit ever made. Unique and iconic locations in the dynamic capital cities uh, and breathtaking uh, Riviera destinations. The best riders, uh, riders guarantee a high-octane top sport for the fans at every event. Precision, power, and elegance combine one in one spectacular championship series. Uh, a mesmerizing battle all, all season long to win the prestigious LGCT overall championship, culminating uh, in the ultimate showdown in the electrifying LGCT um, Super Grand Prix uh, at the Prague playoffs. And what they do here is they go to all different countries. Uh, it's just amazing the countries that they go to. Uh, you know, you're looking at uh, places like, uh, uh, well, the first the first uh, match of the of the season starts on March the fourth, 2023, at Doha. Um, and that's a, a fantastic show there. The stadium's unbelievable. Uh, just, just you can't believe it. Um, then uh, April 12th through the 15th is Miami Beach, and then April uh, 20 to the 23rd is Mexico City. And so, you know, that's that's uh, it just goes to show you, you know, that the destinations that they have here are just uh, un, just unbelievable, um, you know, and, and they go they go all over um, from the United States to Asia, Europe, uh, the Americas, uh, the global championships will ride everywhere. And so, you know, it, it's a show. It's a lot of good af- equine athletes uh, that are there. And, you know, it just, um, it's good to see, you know, that type of thing. Uh, if you like to please your eyes with the equestrian industry, uh, you know, that's really good. That's our show, Quest for Equine Gold. And believe you me, the shows are better than my announcing what we're doing here today. I guarantee you that because we're going to have professionals that are involved in it. And um, I will be very behind the scenes type of person. Uh, we have flying turns. Flying turns is one of the most exciting aspects of harness racing. Um, it's the flying turn, uh, the flying, the term flying turns, uh, which I'm flying through this, um, came from Freehold Racecourse in Freehold, New Jersey. And it got the name flying turns due to the fact that they were a half mile track and it was uh, suggested uh, by many trainers that Freehold is the fastest half-mile track in the world. Therefore, they named it Flying Turns because you're always turning it to get to the finish line. Uh, many many races are won and lost in the Flying Turns. All uh, At every track the world uh, in the world, the weekly uh, program will go inside standard bread industry and discover what uh, it takes to get through the Flying Turns. For drivers' uh, view, to the farm where the flying turns first start, our young horses are introduced to racing. You're going to see how they do it all. It's going to be interesting to see, uh, you know, what comes out of flying turns. Um, it's going to be very, very exciting. A lot of uh, people in the Northeast uh, go to the Meadowlands and Yonkers and and uh, to. Uh, uh, various tracks out west, and, and it's really good. And the European uh, harness racing is just unbelievable. 
uh, the crowds that they get there. It's because it's a tradition. It's part of their culture, and it's just uh, it's a lot a lot larger than in Europe than it is here in the states. And so it'll be a good program. You'll see uh, where the tracks are and who the people are that that uh, make up uh, you know the harness industry or standard bread industry. Uh, you know there. So we'll do that. And then uh, one one of the shows that I really liked, I personally like probably the best of all of them, is because usually it's over a two or three day period, and you can go to it. It's free to go to. Uh, you can go to our website. And you can see where uh, the sales are coming up. But it's called Last Call, and I named it Last Call because we don't know where the last call to buy the horse is coming from, whether it's the internet. Uh, the telephone are actually at the sale. And so that's how I got its name called The Last Call. And there's the most exciting program on IEN is Last Call. This one-hour program will be uh, the end result of an eBay-style uh, auction via Internet uh, that will broadcast live on IEN's network of television partners, including in this network are Internet outlets, cable and satellite systems, plus domestic and international television. So we, we covered the whole basis with this, you know, with this programming. And uh, what I like about it is uh, you can go to, to the, where the sale location is located at. Um, you don't have to be a horseman. You can just go to, uh, like, say, for example, uh, uh, the Keeneland sales. Uh, you can go to Keeneland Racetrack, take a, a tour of the track, and then and go over and watch the sales. Um, they give you out a free catalog of the horses that are being sold, and you can uh, look through the pages and see, you know, what horse is coming up. And, and what I, I like to do and suggest for people to do that have never been to the sales is uh, take a look at the page and um, take a guess. See, you know, put a thousand, say, a thousand dollars, that horse will sell for a thousand. It might sell for a thousand, it could sell for a million. But what's fun about doing that is you start getting into um, you know, knowledgeable uh, uh, education, self-education, we'll say, uh, of the horse industry. And you'll be surprised that after you've attended a couple of sales and you realize that um, this stallion produced horses that uh, made $500,000 and, and you'll, get, you'll get a little bit better on it and, and who knows, you might end up bidding on a horse yourself one day. But uh, Last Call is really exciting. Uh, it's a live program that comes um, to you. Uh, you can get uh, a catalog from the sales company sent to you. And, and it's just a part of, way, uh, part of being knowledgeable about the horse industry. And that really helps you a lot. And it tells you, you know, um, a lot uh, about the economy of, of our country. Um, if the sales are good and they're buying a lot of horses, the economy is usually really good. And there's a lot of, you know, extra spendable money uh, for people to, to go to. So that's Last Call. Uh, you'll, you'll see on our website um, the Last Call schedule, and you just click onto that, and whenever the uh, sale is live, you'll be able to watch it live on IENTV.org on there. And then other programs uh, we have, programming scheduled on IEN, include documentaries, movies, world championships of all breeds, and live and taped events uh, will be uh, part of our, our uh, 
business plan that we have here. So if you need any questions answered you might have, uh, just go to IEN TV, uh, uh, IEN, Equine TV at gmail.com or call us at 561-466-1272 and we'll let you know. Uh, you know, we'll answer your questions for you. And that, that's that's the easier part about uh, what we do here is we've got so many contacts and so much knowledge uh, of the horse industry that, uh, you know, we'll get you in the right spot at the right time. And I don't care where you're at, uh, whether it's in the United States, Canada, South America, Europe, um, you know, we have an answer for you. We'll get you to the right person real quick. And, and that's on anything equestrian, uh, you know, whether it's uh, feed or transportation, veterinarian services, uh, transportation services. Uh, we have we have all that right here at our fingertips. And and, and two, um, we also we want to promote your your equine uh, business. Um, what do you do? Whether you're a trainer of one horses or a trainer of hundred horses, um, you know we want to do that. If you're a breeder or if you're uh, you know in equine sales or or transportation or feed or whatever, call us and let us know. You know and see what we can do for you. In fact, if you go to our website on there, we've got a great movie uh, here uh, this week called The Derby Stallion. Um, it's a great movie. It's about the ups and downs of the horse industry, and I think you'll really like it. Uh, it's a good program. It's good for the whole family. All, all our movies and programming will be uh, family-friendly, and so that's what we want you to, you know, take a look at. Um, then we got an equestrian of the week, and I tell you what, this, this girl, is, is she's something special. Uh, you're going to have to you know, go to it and see it. And the basic uh, of this equestrian um, goal, her bucket list, is to ride a horse of every different, every breed that, that is registered. Yeah, she's going to be wanting to ride uh, thoroughbreds. Uh, she's going to be wanting to ride standard breds, show horses, you name it. It's a great little uh, segment there on her. And uh, we made her the um, uh, equestrian of the week on IN. And I'm not going to tell your name because I want you to go to look at a video that we have of her. It's really, really um, uh, exciting uh, little segment there to do. And and the question of the week, um, if you've got an equestrian you think that's uh, uh, different or unusual or special, uh, you just uh, email us and let us know who you, who your equestrian of the week is. And we'll be glad to, um, uh, you know, put it up on our website. I'd like to do that. You know, to you because I tell you, um, I'm I'm starting to uh, dig for content, and uh, I'm going to have uh, people here to help help us with the programming because 2023 is going to be our best year yet. And uh, you know, like I said, it's all free. Um, you just contact me and uh, let me know uh, what what you have and who your equestrian of the week is. Um, and then we have. Uh, our business of the week, and this company is just really—it's a fantastic company. It's called Farm That Equine Supply and Pharmacy, and they literally can supply you with any and everything uh, that that you need in the equestrian business. Uh, they can drop ship it to you anywhere in the world, and they're really good. They're very knowledgeable, and when you call and ask them. You know that uh, let's say you've got a 
um, a shoeing problem. You know, your horse's uh, feet are being are brittle and breaking up. They'll have a product that will help you with that problem. And like I said, they're very knowledgeable. They're glad to help. And I, I've seen them. They're all over the country. Um, they've got shops just literally almost everywhere. But the best shop they have is the one when you go to farmvet.com. That, that's the best uh, tax shop you can go to right there because you're literally two days away from getting whatever product you need. And then uh, you also have to check on there um, what uh, if they're in your area and you can stop by one of their local shops like they have here at uh, Wellington. Um, they got, they, they're, they're good. And, and like I said, they're inexpensive and they drop ship. And you know, all you didn't need to do is go to farmvet.com. And they'll take care of your order, you know, real quick. Um, then we have uh, our farm of the week. And see, I, I get into these weekly things. Uh, you know, that's really uh, one of those things that uh, I like to do. And you know, we got a thing called Winter in the Midwest. Uh, it's it's really a good place uh, to take a look and see what happens in the Midwest in the winter. And uh, the name of the forum is called. The World Equestrian Center. They're located in Ocala, Florida, and Ohio. Uh, they've got a farm in Ohio. And this is this is kind of the concept they have at the World Equestrian Center is uh, pretty much the concept that we have here at the uh, you know the International Equine Network. Um, even though uh, the World Equestrian Center they're not into standard bred racing or to thoroughbred racing. They do literally cover all breeds uh, for showing. And the facilities they have in Ocala is just unbelievable. I have never seen a facility, an equestrian facility, with the, with the things that they have there. Um, they've got a church. They've got a grocery store. They've got camping grounds. They've got um, uh, any and everything you can need, indoor arenas that seat 7,500 uh, people. They got a smaller arena that seats five thousand people, and you know you look at it, and they made it for the equestrians, and they made it for the spectators, and they kind of blended the two together, and now they have the reputation of being the Disney World of the equestrian industry, and you know when you see something and you get a reputation like that, you know that you have a great facility. And I mean, I tell you, it's it's worth a trip when you go to Ocala, because let me tell you, it's not going to be a facility that you're just going to go to, you know, for a day or two. They've got great hotels. They've got great camping facilities. Uh, they have great shows. They have uh, fantastic restaurants, uh, anywhere from a hamburger to a five-star meal. Uh, they're really good at what they do there. And that's the way a lot of the equestrian industry is starting to get is they're starting to cater to the clients and to the to the public. And that's what makes the industry so strong. And that's why that um, we're in a situation in the equine industry um, that uh, it's very lucrative now to be in the equine industry. Um, it provides good family entertainment. It provides good jobs. And people don't realize that the equine industry, like in Ocala, for example, at the World Equestrian Center, you know, or the Kentucky Horse Park or, uh, you know, at uh, Devon, uh, you know, in Pennsylvania. 
um, it, it attracts people to your local areas, and they're always, uh, you know, shopping at Walmart's and and uh, they're buying gas and they're going to the grocery store and uh, the Burger Kings and uh, you know the, the pizza outlets. Uh, they support communities a lot, and, and it really helps, you know, uh, with, with the community. And then by attending the shows and and uh, building these type of facilities, it also puts people to work. And, and that's what it's all about nowadays is, is having a good working environment. And then the horse industry is a good environment to work in. You can make it as good or as bad as you want it. And, and that's what I like. Uh, you know, um, you don't have to have a lot of money, but you can also enjoy yourself and uh, travel a lot. There's a lot of things you can do. But that that's our Farm of the Week, and, and when you see Farm of the Week, you'd think you'd see, uh, you know, horses and, you know, running and all. But uh, I deem this as a farm because it's like uh, the equine Disney World, you know, that we have there. And so we want you to take a look at that. Um, we, we've got one segment on here. It's International uh, IEN Radio and Television Program. And on that program... Uh, we have a segment on there. It's it's sponsored by SmartPak. Uh, SmartPak uh, is named appropriately because uh, what happened is a lot of horsemen. You know, if, if you got two or three vitamins to fit, uh, to feed a horse, if you got uh, um, different feeds for you know uh, each horse that you have, um, if you need a supplement to get involved. Uh, it's Smart Pack, and they, and like I said, this segment's called Ask the Vet, sponsored by Smart Pack. Smart Pack can individually create a supplement program on on your feed program. And if you need a certain, uh, if you get from your vet, you need certain uh, vitamins, you know, or or what have you. Uh, Smart Pack had created a system to where each one of those vitamins will be placed in a separate small uh, container uh, that you can, uh, uh, if you've got five different uh, uh, supplements that it has to get, it comes in five separate little containers. And it's all like on, on a plastic strip, kind of like um, like you would get a, a, a Sudafed or an aspirin, something like that, you know, where they come in the little foil packets that are individually you know, place it in there and you just pop them out. Well, with Smart Pack, they've done the same thing for horses. And it really makes it easy because uh, you don't have to worry about opening and shutting containers. Uh, you, you, it's already done for you. The strip comes in and uh, you can lay one out for morning feed, one for night feed, and just have it right there. And it's very easy. Anybody could do it. Shoot, I can even, I can even feed uh, the horses and not mess it up with Smart Pack. Uh, you know, that's just how, how easy it is. And, and they've kind of eliminated a lot of things. But they've got a lot of things there at Smart Pack that, that's really good. And I like their little podcast that they have called Ask the Vet. Uh, so it's really uh, it's really a good one. I think it's about uh, paddock footing uh, uh, this, this time of year is what they're doing there. So, you know, I like that. And, and you know, it makes it personal for each horse. It's just not a generic, you know, uh, bucket of uh, supplements, you know, that you scoop in and throw out. It's individually 
And it helps you monitor the horse's uh, condition because you know exactly how much it's getting every day and you know how much they're, what they're getting at each feed, so you really know. And that, that really helps the health of the horse when you're consistent because they're, uh, horses are cre- creatures of habit. Um, and then and same thing with like over at Hallway Feeds is one of the people that, uh, that I really like. Uh, they can create your own feed for each individual horse. Uh, they have a, a mill in Lexington, Kentucky, and they can they can ship anywhere in the world, and that makes a big difference when when you're racing or showing and and you're out traveling uh, with you know with your horses. At least you know that you're going to get the same feed that they're getting from your home base because it's a hallway feed, and when you get a hallway feed, uh, they'll tell you if you're going to New York, they'll tell you who carries it. And who to get a hold of to, you know, have it delivered to your stable, you know, or to the farm or wherever you're at. They can do that. And they have all kinds of different brands. And if you call the people at Hallway, they'll tell, they'll sit down and talk with you. Uh, you know, if you need to put weight on a horse, this is the product that they would suggest. And it, and it works because I've used it before. And, and it makes a big difference. And then that, again, it goes like we, we were talking about with a smart pack. It goes back to the deal that. You know, horses are, are creatures of habit, and with hallway feed, you're not going to get uh, you're going to get the right proportion of feed with the right ingredients in it to the horse with each scoop. You don't have to worry about somebody coming along. You know, maybe one of your grooms uh, gets a little heavy-handed and gets a little more barley in there instead of wheat. Uh, you know, or they get light-handed. You know, um, at, at least with hallway feed, it's consistent. And it's accurate what they do with their with their feet, and and it's like the same thing with uh, smart pack. You know, like I said, even a guy like me couldn't mess that up. You know, and that says a lot. And I fed a lot of horses in my day, and it doesn't mess them up because it's right every time. And also, you know, that that's just kind of the things that we're doing here at the International Equine Network. Um, you know, we like to get more. Uh, uh, input, and, you know, from people uh, that are that are calling. Um, you know, for like a month now, anybody that would call, any horseman that calls in, they would get a $100 gift certificate from the people, the people that I work with at uh, ship.com. And uh, they deliver groceries uh, from, uh, well, Kroger's, or uh, they deliver groceries from Winn-Dixie Publix, uh, in whatever area you're in, you just put your zip code in, and they tell you, you know, who who they uh, service there, and and you can get your uh, groceries and delivered directly to you at the showgrounds or the racetrack or wherever you're at. Uh, they can do that. There's CVS Pharmacy. There's Walgreens uh, on there. Um, there's a Bed Bath and Beyond is in their is in their program. Um, Office Depot uh, is in the program. So, you know, they literally take care of any and everything that you might need to have, you know, while you're away. And if you got somebody that can deliver your groceries, you know, and, and your uh, uh, pharmacy products uh, to you where you're at, that saves you an hour or two. You don't have to get out and get involved with the traffic. Uh, you don't have to worry about, um, you know, spending an hour or so. Uh, you know, doing those things because they deliver right to to your farm, to your to the racetrack, to the showgrounds, to the campgrounds. Uh, they they'll, they'll deliver it to you right there. 
And that's what we look at, you know, with that, uh, you know, with that company. And that's what we try to do here at International Equine Network. We try to deal with people that service everybody and not just somebody. You know, uh, we're trying to do that uh, with all of our companies. Uh, you know, like, for example, uh, today uh, we're redoing the website and we're installing, uh, again, we had a lot of people ask us about the Weather Channel. We're going to have the Weather Channel uh, back up and back on. And wherever you go to show your horses or race your horses or, or you're traveling, uh, whatever you're doing, uh, you pop the zip code in and they tell you what the weather forecast is. You can find out uh, what it's like, uh, you know, uh, from uh, Miami to New York or, you know, from uh, Ocala, Florida to, you know, to Hot Springs, Arkansas, or from, you know, Long Beach, California to Parker, Colorado. You know, it, it'll tell you, you know, what the weather is and what to anticipate. And then you can plan for the drive, you know, there. Be prepared for that trip is what you can do. And that's what... Uh, That'll be on the weather channel that we have there. And of course, then we got ship.com that'll be on there. Uh, so you, you know that that all it all ties together, and and that's what we try to do here is make everything on our website uh, easy for you to get to. You know, Horseman's Quick Links that we're going to have on there. So you know that that helps. And and then we've got Trivago. Trivago's going on. Now. They're going to be one of our um, sponsors here that uh, we're going to have. And, you know, with one click, you can get you a hotel anywhere in the world. Uh, you know, that, that's, and they're really good about it. Uh, a lot of quality hotels, a good organization. And, and you know, like I said, uh, again, it's another company that services a, a lot of different hotels and not just one. So that's, that's what we're looking at with them. So the best part about our whole website is, is we're, we'll be glad to create or help um, our horse uh, industry by placing their information for free onto our our website. And you know you can't beat the price, that's for sure. You know, and if you don't want to do it, I mean that's fine. You know, but we would like to have you do it and everything. Uh, you know, with us, get on the board with us and, and everything and see what we have there. Well, now we're going to start talking about uh, the documentaries that we're doing. Uh, the first, the, the main documentary that, that, uh, that I'm doing, it's called How They Get There. It's called the 2023 Kentucky Derby, How They Get There. Um, it's an amazing program that we're going to be doing. And I tell you, uh, if you go to our website right now and you'll go down and you'll see uh, where we have um, how they get there, the 2023 Kentucky Derby. Uh, the farm that we're following, and the journey starts right at the farm, or no matter who you are going to the Kentucky Derby. Uh, the farm that we've chose to follow this year is One Star Farm. Um, I worked at One Star Farm when they first started, you know, getting it together and started working and, and saw their business plan and saw everything that they did. And and when you see uh, what they were doing and, and what their plan was, you think, well, you know, that's nice, but there's been a lot of people in this business for a lot of years that have never, you know, ran in the Derby or won the Kentucky Derby. 
Well, one star's already done that. They've done that several times, and uh, you know they they've got a game plan, which comes back to everything you know that we've talked about before uh, in the horse industry. Now, the horse industry, and it it starts with the horse. The horse is a creature of habit. If it gets fed every day at four thirty, then you know they know you, you know they know that four thirty comes around and they're ready to eat. If you feed them at five or five thirty, they're na- they're uh, jumping up and down, screaming and hollering, getting nasty, you know, wanting their food. And also, but uh, the horse industry as a whole, they're creatures of habit because of the work schedule. Um, you know, most of the horse industry is on a seven day work schedule uh, a week. Um, you know, it's just one of those things that uh, you you know you have to do. But it all starts with the owners on how they get there to the Kentucky Derby. Uh, the owner has to come in and decide if he's wanting to run, run in the Kentucky Derby. Well, uh, if he says yes, he, that's what he wants to do, uh, then he's going to have to uh, get a horse, breed a horse, buy a horse. You know, he's got to have something, you know, to point towards the Derby. And there's various ways that they can get it. They can get it through public auctions. Uh, they could do breeding. Uh, they could do partnerships. Uh, there's a lot of things that they can do, but it's only the owner can start and decide that. That's where it starts at is with with the owner. So we say the journey starts with the owner. Then the next thing that you go to is your trainer. The owner the owner has to have a trainer. And uh, this uh, time we've got to, we've got two uh, trainers that we're looking at. Uh, D. Wayne Lucas, which is probably uh, the godfather of the training industry. Uh, the things that he's done and the ways that he's done it has set the, uh, the the bar for most everybody in the thoroughbred industry. And a lot of good people have worked for D. Wayne Lucas and come out to be fantastic, uh, you know, trainers. And the other trainer that we are looking at is uh, Todd Pletcher, which used to work. He was an assistant uh for D. Wayne Lucas for, for a while there. And so, um, you know, that's important that the trainer has to, or the owner has to pick the trainer. And, and um, you know, it's tough. Some trainers train good for the grass. Some train good for older horses. Some train good for younger horses. So you kind of get to get that trainer that's got a good blend. Uh, you know, uh, if you send a young horse to him, uh, you want to be successful, right, you know, in his two-year-old year, uh, his three-year-old year, you want to be successful, and you always want to be successful with what you're doing. And you have some trainers that are always, you know, pretty successful uh, with older horses, grass horses, dirt horses, uh, you know, short uh, sprint horses, uh, uh, distance horses, group group horses, uh, graded horses. Uh, you know, you got to just really seriously look at that trainer and see what he's done and where he's going. Uh, that's that's very important, you know, to do that, and, and that's why uh, a owner has to be very careful, in, you know, who he picks. Um, and then the next few things that we're going to talk about here are things that the owner uh, has to do, and this is kind of like what I do here at IEM. You get a game plan, and once you get a game plan, you say, okay, it just looks it just looks enormous. Uh, you know, how can I get all these things done? You know, every day it would be a grind if I had to deal with all these different things that I have to deal with as an owner 
and the trainer has to deal with to get your horse to the derby. And so I sat down and I kind of looked at my day and my schedule and, and what really helps me out do what I do. Well, the things that I do is I get organized. And I, I get very, very organized. And I try to eliminate things in my day uh, that I can eliminate with a phone call from the get-go. And so what I'm saying is, is uh, we'll start with like the blacksmith, for example. Um, when you're on the road to the Kentucky Derby or just, uh, you know, just in training in general, whether it's show horses, race horses, you know, brood mares or whatever, farm dealings, uh, racetrack dealings, show dealings. The thing is, is you get with your blacksmith and you tell your blacksmith, okay, um, I have this horse or I've got these this many horses and we need to get them shod. And when we say shod, we mean put new shoes on. So the blacksmith comes in and he evaluates your stable and he sets you up on a program. Now with horse uh, thoroughbreds, uh, they usually go around three to five weeks before they get, um, you know, their shoes exchanged for, uh, you know, uh, trimming and, uh, you know, uh, and a reset and, and that type of thing or getting new shoes for where they're going and whether they're running on grass, dirt, you know, what have you. But you get on a schedule, a shoeing schedule with that blacksmith, and you know that the, that the uh, first week of every month uh, you're going to have X number of horses to be shod the second week, the third week, the fourth week. You get them into that schedule, and you mark that down. And, and so that, that helps you when you're, you know, going to uh, try to make the, uh, the best horse that you have. So you get that done. Then you go to your feed dealer and you tell the feed dealer the same thing. We're on the road to the Kentucky Derby. We're on the road to uh, the uh, uh, Longines Global Champions Tour. Uh, you know, we're on the road to uh, the Hamiltonian or the, or the Jug uh, for the standard breads. Uh, we're on the road, uh, you know, we're trying to get these horses ready for the sale. Uh, you know, that type of thing. So you go to the feed dealer and you tell them, what your horses are, what they're eating, and then you devise an uh, individual program, feed program from each one of those horses. And, and you know, that, that's what you do. And some, not all horses eat the same. Uh, they have different uh, vitamins and things that you put in into the, uh, into the feed. And it goes back again to consistency and a company like SmartPak. SmartPak can give you all the uh, added vitamins and minerals you need. And you can mix it in with the, you know, the feed that you get from a company like Hallway Feed. You, you can do that, and, and so that, that's something that you really have to, you know, look at. Um, and then, uh, you know, you look at uh, horse transportation. Uh, how are you going to get the horses van to the airport, to the derby, to the vet clinic? Um, you know, you go to a transportation dealer like Brookledge, and you sit down with, um, you know, Brad Gottwalls, the owner. Uh, you know, and, and you can talk to him, and, and Brad will work out a, a transportation program for you. And you, you know, you just call Brookledge up and say, you know, I got one going from uh, Belmont Park over to Monmouth Park. Or you say, you call up the uh, um, Brad and say, okay, we got a show horse going from Devon, Pennsylvania, uh, you know, over to Parker, Colorado. Um, so you know, you, you get that connection, and you open that account up with the equine transportation people like Brookledge 
and that really that really helps you out, you know, there in itself. And then one of the things that people a lot of people don't under, realize is how important the equine sales are, whether you're a buyer or whether you're a seller. Uh, you know, this is what's really important. Is sure you can buy a, you know a potential derby horse out of the sales, but the most important thing about the sales is the fact that you can generally connect with a lot of people uh, when you're at the sales. Um, you can go to the sales and, and you can uh, uh, con- you know you're in contact with trainers from all over the world. Uh, you're in contact with owners from all over the world. Uh, you're in contact with uh, riders from all over the world. Uh, everybody that's anybody in the equine industry usually shows up a day or two at every one of the sales, and that's where a good place to network is. Uh, you know, you might have horses in the sale that you're trying to sell, and you know, end up buying. You might sell four and buy two. Uh, you know, but it's very important because those connections are there, and uh, you know, I, I love it. I love the sales. I love the sales, and then uh, the owner again. You know, and all the people that we just talked about and all the things that we just talked about fall into the place of consistency. You've got to have a plan. Uh, you've got to uh, keep these uh, creatures of habit, you know, on, on a plan. And, and the other thing about all the things that we just talked about, uh, you know, like the blacksmith, the seed, the trainer, uh, the van, usually you're one call away. If you've got a feed problem, you're one call away from correcting it. If you've got a foot problem, you're one call away from correcting it with a blacksmith. Um, if you uh, um, think that your horses should be running in different races, uh, you know, you contact with your trainer, you sit down, you talk with him. But the ultimate, the ultimate uh, goal, and, and, for, and I must emphasize this because I've been down this road, you've got to get with the owner and the ultimate decision to race, and a lot of people disagree with me on this, is the trainer. Is the trainer. That trainer knows where that horse can go. He's there with him every day. And, you know, you don't want to enter a horse in a race that you're not, you, you can't win. You know, that, the show is great, but it's the horse that, you know, that you've got to think about in the future uh, of that horse, whether it's a, as a stallion or a broodmare, uh, you know, or what have you. You want to show up ready to win. You don't want to show up to last, you know, to be last. And like I always say, uh, well, I have a friend of mine says, oh, I, I'm finishing second, I'm finishing second. And, and I said, you know, the, the second place horse is the first horse to finish last. And they said, well, what do you mean? I said, if you don't win, then you're not in. You know, and I said, that's important. you got to think about, the, you know, your the... Uh, portfolio for your horse uh where did he run how did he run who did he run against because that becomes a valuable tool as far as placing a value on the horse so my suggestion is is that you tell the trainer from the get-go i'd like to run in the kentucky derby and then all the pressures on the trainer because he's going to have to come back and explain to you why this horse can't run in the kentucky derby that's that's the main gist of it, is having a trainer tell you why you can't run in the Kentucky Derby. You know, a lot of trainers say, oh, yeah, we could run in the Kentucky Derby if, you know, but when you ask the trainer, you know, 
to let you know if he could run in the Kentucky Derby. And then you just say why, and he has to tell you. You know, so so that that's really good there. But, um, but getting back to what I was saying there, uh, if you go through uh, how they get there and see all these different little segments, all of them are really one click away, one click away from, you know, uh, uh, answering your problem. Uh, that That's what I like about it. You know, you call the vet, you call whoever, you know, and that call and it's done. So those are things that you don't have to worry about on a daily basis. Those are things that, are, that you can set up now, and once you get them set up, then they occur every day throughout the cycle of how they get to the Derby. And same feed, same blacksmith, same uh, uh, transportation company, same everything. And, and what what you end up having, uh, you know, by doing that is they become uh, part of your team program, and they make sure that you're well taken care of. You know, you don't have to at the last minute says, hey, I need, you know, who can I find to take my horse to the Derby? You know, you've already had that set up for a year in advance, and that's what you did. it. And then, the, you know, this is the most difficult part of how they get there to the 2023 Kentucky Derby, and it has been for years past. And I tell you, there's no set rule. There's not a book that you can write that's going to give you the uh, – answer to getting your horse to the derby or to any race actually uh because it's not like you just train a horse and you go in and say okay we're going to run in a derby there's a series of prep races that you have to run uh to get into the kentucky derby and there's a point system and so forth that you go through and the horses the top 20 horses with the most points um you know get into the kentucky derby and so i i tell you the reason i say this is the hardest it's like you're sitting in there and you've got to say, okay, well, what am I going to do? How am I going to get enough points to get in the Derby? Well, we'll take, for example, like Todd Pletcher has a horse called Forte. He's earned a million five forty-five uh, plus, trained by Todd Pletcher, and he's uh, really, really an unbelievable horse. He's, he's done very, very well. Um, then we got to the next closest to him is Curly Jack. He's got 270000 Blazing Sevens has got 411, and then you get down to um, uh, Jace's Road, uh, they've got like 89,000. And so the whole point that I'm trying to make here is you've got to get your horse built up, and you've got to have him peak at the right time, and that's the first Saturday in May. And you've got to do a lot of things to get the horse, uh, you know, to that point. And it's very difficult to do that because, uh, you know, like, for example, we have uh, coming up, uh, in the series of races that you qualify for the Derby in. Um, coming up on January 1st, we got the Jerome Stakes that, that was at Aqueduct. That was 150000 uh, uh, at a mile. So we know who the winner's there. Now we have um, the Smarty Jones, uh, also on January 1st, uh, which was 250000 going a mile. It was a good race. Both of, both of the uh, uh, races uh, were good. I mean, the Jerome Stakes... Uh, sorry about that. It was on. It's going to be on January seventh coming up, and then we have the Sham Stakes January eighth at Santa Anita, and that's a Grade Three. So all these races are really high quality horses that are coming up now at this time. They're trying to get those points, and the the process you have to go through is you would like to be able to get into a race that has the point you know that, that you're qualifying in 
it's a, what they call a light field. Uh, you know, you want to get into that light field. And then that way, uh, you know, you're not going to beat your horse all up, you know, to, um, you know, to uh, get it to the Kentucky Derby. For example, um, at Oakland, uh, on January the 1st up there, uh, that race was, I tell you, is Smarty Jones, and it was a nice race. Uh, it was an eight-horse field. Uh, you know, quality horses in there, but about half of three-quarters of those horses aren't going to go on to, you know, to the road to the Kentucky Derby. Uh, you know, they kind of weeded a lot of them out, and the, and the owners and trainers have made the decision, you know, not to go on to the, uh, you know, to to the Derby Trail, you know, per se, unless they come up and do something outstanding, and you know, in the coming weeks. Uh, so now, um, on January 7th, uh, we have in Aqueduct, we have uh, the Jerome Stakes, and it's an, also an eight-horse field. It's a, it's a quality field. It's a very quality field, but again, it's going to be one of those things that maybe, um, you know, those horses aren't really ready to hit that road to the Derby, and instead of, uh, you know, uh, uh, running your horse uh, out of gas, you know, uh, before the Derby, you might take a different uh, uh, trail. You might uh, say, hey, He's not going to get a mile and a quarter. We're going to have to uh, think about the Preakness, you know, uh, type thing. And so all these prep races are very, very important. And uh, the the thing that, that I, I like, I like these eight-horse fields. Uh, and the eight-horse fields are really nice because your horse gets experience and the chances of them, you know, getting run all over by a 20-horse field is, uh, you know, is, is not likely. And it's really good. But that, that's, that's a, the, the last important thing, uh, you know, that our owner has to uh, decide is, you know, what races to do. And then after you get all these things together that we just talked about, then you got the decision to uh, make the decision to run in the Kentucky Derby. And that, that ultimately goes down to, to the, uh, you know, to the owner. Uh, but yet the trainer has a lot to say about it. And so, you know, it's, um, uh, it's really a good thing, uh, you know, to do that. But and, and the whole the, to sum this all up today, the International Equine Network uh, likes to uh, uh, be a part of the distribution of all equine industry, whether it's uh, veterinarians, whether it's uh, uh, you know a tax shop, transportation sales, uh, individuals uh, that we have on there, uh, you know, uh, shows from all breeds, uh, racing. Uh, from standard breads, quarter horse racing, thoroughbreds. Those are the things that we like to do, uh, you know, give everybody, uh, you know, a thought there. And it looks like that uh, we're all out of time here today. And I'm going to get rid of all my Facebook people that didn't call today, didn't have any call-ins. And I know I, I might have two listeners out there, you know. I might say one day, you know, call in and you get a million dollars and, I don't have to worry about it because if nobody calls in, I don't have to pay it out. But um, just remember, uh, you know, if you want information uh, to whatever you're doing, or if you need to give us information, just call us and let us know and everything. So we'll see you next Thursday at 1 o'clock, and we're getting better and better. And next Thursday, I'm going to announce two people that are going to be with us weekly on our show. One is from Quest for Equine Gold, and the other one is from uh, the standard red industry, Flying Turns.
So we'll talk. We'll, hopefully, we'll talk to you next Monday, next Thursday, on the International Equine Report.